This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's funny because your money does not exclude you from pro- having those some, some problems that those interpersonal relationships, they still exist. It's just on a bigger level. Sure. Like, you know, like it's very relatable in a lot of people's lives is I, my partner is saying all this stuff, but I don't want to talk bad about them because of the kids, you know? Like, Except for J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Is that what you're saying? Right. Do you see the house they just bought? Yeah. they And they've got, because yeah. she was, at, her kids are with Mark Anthony, and then his kids are with, uh, um, what's her name? The one who owns all the cleaning stuff, the actress. I have no idea. She owns Clean, cleaning stuff? Cleaning stuff. Yeah, she made a whole line. Uh, she, she's, you'll know her. Mm. Jennifer Garner. Oh, sure, yeah. She has, a, she has a cleaning line? Yeah. I she, know that. She's one of the first ones that came out with a cleaning line that was clean, like, without harsh ingredients. Yeah. And she uh, made bank off of it. You're a harsh ingredient. Thank you. Kevin Smith was recently on Burt Kreischer's podcast. Oh, yeah? And he was talking about how J-Lo and Ben Affleck, he said, I've never seen two more people in love. And I was like, have you watched them two at a Lakers game? Well, there is that. They seem like they are at ends with each other. Like, yeah, but- buy a, I get why you buy a giant house so you can stay on opposite ends. Yeah. You can still love somebody because you brought up last week, Tom. You knew people that were married for 50 years, never lived in the same house. Or oh, somebody absolutely. brought it up. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, but they look miserable together. Do they not? I mean, is it just me? I don't know. I feel like that is actually probably more realistic than what people, celebrity couples pretend to do while they're one of them doesn't want to attend something. Sure. I feel like it's more relatable to have somebody going, why are we still here? Like, especially like the Oscar. Ben Affleck doesn't want to go to the Oscars no. at no. all. No. That guy, you can tell, does not want to go <laughs> anywhere or do any of that stuff. And it must kill Jennifer Lopez because her thing is image. We seem ha- we want to seem shiny, happy. They were having their publicists dress them on these, you know, dates what? out. You know, oh of course, every celebrity couple does that. <clears throat> oh, um, Jesus. And so I think it actually, it's, I, I, there's something kind of realistic about one person wants to go home, one person doesn't want to be yeah. there. I mean, I kind of love it. Yeah. $61 million for a $130 million house, though. They got it for a good price. Yeah, I would say, yeah, that seems reasonable. <laughs> 24 bathrooms. Yeah, of course. You know, I have to pee about every 10 feet. I mean, why would you have 24 there are bedrooms and bathrooms, apparently. 24 be- bedrooms in the house. I just feel so bad that they're going to have to clean all that. Oh, I'm sure yeah. they're busting their ass this very moment. Oh. There's no doubt about it. That's, that takes all day. <laughs> Three bathrooms a week. I mean, luckily, Jennifer Garner has all those non-harsh cleaning products they can use. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're non-harsh? That's non-harsh, that deal. Yes. Yeah. So how is it clean if it's non-harsh? Because the idea of cleaning is to take filth away by extracting it from the surface it's on. So isn't that damaging the product? You'd think, right? You'd think. What do you think? I mean, she might be. Do- there's another. She might be the baby food one, but there is. I have no idea. I remember <clears throat> one of. I don't know. I have to. But yeah, Jen. The thing is, it's now it's so popular to have cleaning products that don't have, like, bleach in it. Some of the big stuff oh, yeah. that makes you sick or makes your dog sick or your baby sick. Oh, bleach sick. makes people sick? I think if you're in a small room, but I love cleaning with bleach. Yeah. Don't it you cleans. love it? Don't you just love it when you're cleaning the tub out with bleach and you're like, this is the most clean it's ever been? I like that move when people go, it burns my nose, and they go, that's how you know it's working. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I love that. I love I love when there's something that's so chemically smelling, especially. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about bleach. It just, oh, I love it. How much do you have to drink to kill yourself, do you think? I don't think that much. I wouldn't think so. Somebody's kid recently, some celebrity's oh, kid recently Jesus. tried doing that, mm-hmm. and they survived. Oof. Oh, really? Yeah. Can they talk? Because i got to believe that burns your vocal cords to a shred. I don't know. I, I can't remember who that was, but somebody had, it, it was big-time news had drank bleach and survived. How do you gain access to bleach as a little kid? I don't I think they were that young. Oh, they weren't? Oh, I mean, they did it on purpose? Yeah, I think. uh, Oh, Jesus. Now, that's not a wise choice, Do you remember during the COVID thing when people were gargling with bleach and thought that that was a solution? Uh, Yeah. What is wrong with people? I don't know. 
First of all, like I said, three uh, three injections and another two boosters, and I still got COVID twice, so I'm a real fan. Yeah, but you're not dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, again, they're mm-hmm. saying now, a lot more people are saying now, about 90% of that was complete BS. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure. You think so? Yeah, I, I think it was the, oh, was it the Syrian? There was, a, there was some new study that just came out like two weeks ago, and they were talking about the amount of children who died from covid with the like without a you know pre underlying ex- uh, condition mm-hmm. zero not a one not, not one not a one we closed down schools we did all this stuff and it was just it was garbage and it was all to make money yeah again. absolutely i mean including that dr fauci or what, what it was yeah. how much money did he make off all this well you know i think right away we were all like on board with this guy because he had so many years invested in it and he mm-hmm. was a he was a, a the thing that threw me off with him is when they were ba- he basically said, you know, no large gatherings. And they right, went, okay. Right. And they said, okay, then what about all the protests that are happening? He goes, well, I can't speak on that. Yeah, right. Well, exactly. what do you mean? You said no large gatherings, so that's a large gathering, is it not? I don't have a comment on that. It's like, okay, well, now I guess I can't believe anything that comes out of your mouth. I love that one picture of him at a baseball game, and he's the only one who's not wearing a mask. Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. So ridiculous. Everybody's wearing a mask except for Fauci. You don't see him anymore. What happened to him? He disappeared? I think he's old enough to retire, right? I think that was the thing. He's He's got enough money to retire, I can guarantee you that. Yeah. That boy made some money, I'm here to tell you. But such is life. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But yeah, it's always about money. Yeah. And that whole thing when he was like, well, we don't know too much about the, you know, natural immunity to it. It's like... right. Dude, isn't that your job? It's you're supposed to. You're the guy who's been studying viruses your entire life, and you don't know about herd men. To, like, okay, it's a very great. good point. Awesome. It's a very, very good point. No question about it. I, I, I like I said, I just wish we could get by and whatever. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, the you know the third eye that you grew over the last eighteen months, Tom, looks sure. really nice. The it's fact under that my you, hat, yeah, right here. You so do you it with a little mascara. It. I like that you can do a smoky eye to it. It looks sure. great. Yeah. The one lens uh, sunglasses. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah. Or a three lens. I could be a pyramid, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Be a little bit of a pyramid. So that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be, be cute. A great look. It didn't Prince wear sunglasses that yeah. had that third eye third on there? Yeah. 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 yeah, he did. He had a lot of cool. He was, he was rocking. God, how, how old was he when he died in that elevator? 57, I, I believe. Oh, wow. God, that's terrible. 57, 50, yes, I think 57 as well. And what yeah. was the drug again? Fentanyl. It was oh, fentanyl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was fentanyl. Yeah. Does anybody live through fentanyl? Mm. I don't know. No. Oh, there was that, uh, that, 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 what was that gal's name? The comedian. Um, Super funny. She ended up ODing. Her and like four other comedians oh, in Los Jesus. Angeles OD'd. She was the only one that survived. Oh. And yeah, awful. I'm based on her name. I can see her face. They got her picture up at House of Comedy. I'm sorry. Lucille can... Ball? Yes, too it was. That's it. <laughs> Donna Reed? <laughs> Nailing it. Yeah. I'm one sure of the two. All right. Kate Quigley was her name. That's Kate what it Quinn. is. Kate, yeah. I just call her KQ. KQ, you know, yeah. Absolutely. She, yeah, very funny, you know, hilarious comedian. She's, I mean, just kind of like really built a name for herself and just one day just went out and uh, they snorted some, you know, cocaine oh, and there was some fentanyl in it and uh, boom, that was that. Explain this to me as we go to break because Phil Mackey's coming up in a couple of minutes here right after the break, but I don't understand how we just stand there and let person after person after person bring fentanyl into this country. I mean, they catch some of it, but they don't catch anywhere near as much as they could. Yeah, you're right. There is something to say. It's like we worry about so many things, but the idea of these drugs that people take once and die from, like, uh, Mm -hmm. what's the protocol? What's the... Terrible, and we know exactly what how it's getting here. Yep, it, it starts in China, it goes to Mexico, and comes yep. right over the border. And 100% we correct. have, yeah, it's not like this is like, well, this is the this is the Vancouver fentanyl. No, 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 it all comes from China. The Vancouver and, fentanyl and it goes yes. to Mexico, and then it gets smuggled over the border. That is exactly how it happens. I don't know that. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. When you think fentanyl, you think Phil Mackey. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> oh not it. Oh my God. Trying to get you an endorsement, Phil. (laughs) Trying to get you an endorsement. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. 
Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit LiviaLivea.com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner nine rounds of golf for ninety dollars yep the minnesota golf passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. as a golf passport card holder you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of ninety dollars supplies are limited so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport a 300 dollars golf value for just 90 bucks now you got it TomBernardShow.com. Keyword, passport. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Phil Mackey joins us. Phil, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell Judd, do not let me watch any more Twins games because whenever I watch, (laughs) they lose. Well, maybe if you just stopped watching them, they'd stop. That's what I'm saying. They'd stop losing. Could you just maybe not watch until like you know first week in November? That'd be great. So we'll <laughs> first week you, in November, <laughs> we'll set up a little little uh, you know little lawn chair on Hennepin Avenue or Washington, wherever the parade's going to be. Maybe I somewhere on ninety four. You know? I love it. I honestly got I tune in on it. They at one game I tuned in a couple, about a week ago. They're up four to one. I tune in. They're up four to one. By the time I tune out, they're down five to four and lose seven to four. Jeez, yeah. I am a curse. There's no so doubt you, about so it. So I know exactly what time of the game you tuned in yesterday. It was probably, all right, uh, you got some stuff going on. You come back on a Sunday, flip on the TV right as Royce Lewis is running down the first baseline. Yeah. And the Guardians' first baseman is stretching and leaning right into the base path. Right. And it can't just be that, like, they kind of bump into each other. And, no, Royce Lewis runs full speed into the first baseman who's blocking the base path. <laughs> goes head over heels and doesn't just like do a somersault or land on his shoulder or something face plants and cuts the forehead of underneath the batting helmet area gets pulled from the game because he's bleeding all over the place so the the twins by the way they just have some of the most ridiculous dumb injury luck that you'll see like byron buxton no doubt you know byron buxton now he's 29 years old but he had a degenerative knee condition diagnosed when he was in the middle of his prime right 27 years old uh alex kirloff one of their bright young hitters i don't know if you followed this in the offseason but Mm -hmm. he basically had last ditch emergency wrist surgery to shave off like the last remnants of Ligament, like uh, it's basically this is the last surgery we can do, and if it doesn't work, you're probably not going to be able to play Major League Baseball long term. And these guys are 26, yeah, 25 years old. Yep. Royce Lewis has had about 14 ACL injuries. I feel like, I mean, can they just stay healthy for five minutes? My God! And could they keep Lopez out of middle relief? Could they do that too? <laughs> well. How about the guy, since we're on this path? What's funny is they are in first place by three and a half games, right, but it's just right. like the way that they just can kind of spin their wheels. So, the, so they traded for Lopez because he was one of the best relievers in baseball last mm-hmm. year. He was a closer for the Orioles. Yes. The guy they traded for him, Yenier Cano, in fairness, he was 29 years old, had like a 90 RA <laughs> with the Twins, is the best reliever in baseball this season for the Orioles. Maybe it's the coach. You think it might be the coach? 
I don't know. Well, they do have overall, they have a pretty good pitching staff. The Twins do. Yeah, but, yeah they do. But how do you, and then of course, it's like, well, I mean, the guy had a 90 RA last year. Well, the Orioles saw something in him. They yep. changed, you know, they gave him a new pitch or they changed an arm slot or something, and the guy is untouchable. God, this, so. Lopez just gets hammered. I mean, my God. Yeah, and you can't you can't really hide them either because they're in no. all these. They don't score enough runs. They don't give you the games where all right, it's eight to two now. We can we can put them out there with some cushion here. Every game is a one run game. Well, the last three so. games they scored four runs in the last three games. One, two, and one combined. Like, what are you doing? Jesus, let's go. Well, this is a good therapy session here since we're going down this path here. So <laughs> yes, exactly. So you uh, you can appreciate baseball history. The last time. A Major League Baseball player hit 400 was Ted Williams in the early 1940s. Mm -hmm. So the Twins traded Luis Arias to the Marlins for Pablo Lopez. So they traded for Jorge Lopez last year, Pablo Lopez the starter this offseason. And uh, Pablo Lopez was really good for his first five or six starts this year. Then the Twins rewarded him with a $20 million a year contract. And he has an eight and a half ERA since the the contract. Here's $20 million a year. All right, I'm sleeping in, and it doesn't matter what I do. Luis Arise, on the other hand, is batting, and we're, we're into June now. So we're not, this mm-hmm. isn't like April, you know, small sample size. Luis Arise is batting 392 for the Marlins this season God. through the first 60 games. <clears throat> he is, and, and it's not a fluke. We've seen him hit, well, last year he won the batting title, right? Every level of the minor leagues he's mashed. Uh, not mashed, he's a singles hitter, but he's mm-hmm. hitting 392, Tom, through the first 60 games. Why did we get rid of him? Desperate for pitching. Well, they were okay. So, they're so yeah, desperate for pitching, it. and they didn't, you know, that's that's one of the big beefs with the front office that took over, what, six years ago for Terry Ryan. It's that, hey, we're going we're gonna to pluck this 35-year-old whiz kid from the Cleveland Pitching Pipeline organization, Derek Falvey, and he's going he's gonna to develop pitching internally. And uh, they really just haven't until this year. This year, in fairness, they do have a couple guys like this Louis Varland, who's from Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, and Bailey Ober. But they just they said, "How do we get a pitcher?" Well, you got to you got to trade a good hitter to get a good pitcher, I guess. So that was that was the big reason. And now he's going to hit four hundred for the Marlins, apparently. <laughs> Catherine and I went to uh, the the uh, that uh, opening series with the Twins and the Marlins in Miami. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, there's a rise. God, I loved watching a rise. Ah, maybe, yeah. maybe he's coming to an end of it. He got up and just hammered it all <laughs> night long. It, he just hit after hit after hit. It was unbelievable. It's incredible. And in a, in a in an era too, where I think strikeouts are it, there used to be a pride factor. You ask Herbie on Fridays, right? Yeah, you know, the, yeah. the guys didn't like to strike out for a hundred years in baseball, and now it doesn't really matter. There and outs and out. If you if you can put. 25 home runs on the board on the other side, then who cares about striking out? Right. Luis Arise is a throwback, man. He's only struck out 11 times all season. Jesus. 80 hits, That's 11 strikeouts. God. He's, I mean, he really is a modern-day Tony Gwynn, right? If you were to yeah. take yeah, 90s, 80s and 90s yep. Tony Gwynn and put him in today's baseball, you'd get Luis Arise. I don't know, man. How much would they have had to pay him to stay here, do you think? Well, that's the thing. Like he was so baseball contracts are weird. When you get a young player up, they don't become a free agent for six. So once their clock starts, when they get called up to the big leagues, you get that guy for cheap for like six years. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to, and and now you know the the first few years, you're literally paying them under a million dollars, and then then you get into like are the arbitration years as they're called. So you would have paid him a few million dollars, but. Luis Arise is cheap for like two and a half more seasons until he hits free agency. Oh, God. So it wasn't even, you know, sometimes I know fans, and there's some justification for this, the cheap pole ads, right? They never, right, they never pony right. up. That hasn't really been, I mean, they offered, they're, they're paying Carlos Correa $35 million a year. They paid Josh Donaldson to be a stiff for three years. Right. You know, $25 million. So it's, it's not as much of that. They just, de- I think they desperately needed pitching. And I'll be honest, I don't think, I think they thought Arise peaked last year. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it again. Kind of like you see, yeah. you can go watch the game in Florida. Ah, he's, <laughs> that was a good season last year, but do it again. And he's he's like 70 points higher this year than he was last year on the batting average. He looked brilliant at the plate, I'll tell you that. Just sitting there live watching Arise, I'm going, why did we get rid of him? Why? 
he's uh, he's so much fun to watch. He is. He is. But this team, I still think this is the type of team they're they're not going to win a hundred games or anything in the regular season. But no, I I think if they can keep the top three starting pitchers intact and mm-hmm. healthy, and that's a huge if with this franchise. And if Royce Lewis and Alex, if the young guys can keep, there's a, a, like three guys in this lineup that if they can just stay in, they're going to be fine. I think we can accomplish the historical goal of winning a playoff game for the first time since George W. Bush's first administration. That's all we really, mm-hmm. 18 straight playoff game losses. World Series would be great, Tom. I just want them to win a, just win game two against the Astros on, you know, October 5th. That is, that right. is my confetti throwing parade this year. I understand that completely. It just, you got to score more than one or two runs. I'm, I'm, well, look, I mean, they scored one run and won the second game of the series one to nothing. So I don't know if they talked themselves into, oh, I guess we don't have to score that much because they lost the last <laughs> two because they scored two runs and then one run and got their ass handed to them. And you got to think, you know, Dave St. Peter's probably not happy. These games are like right. two, score some runs so people buy beer for three hours. You know? <laughs> That's very true. These games are, are wrapping up. By the way, I went to uh, I went to my second ever Minnesota United soccer game. Oh, you did? On Saturday. Is that a and nice I'm, stadium? I've never been there. It Oh, it's beautiful. That's what I heard, yeah. It's it's so much so, and by the way, so we do we do carry the Minnesota United games on the radio on 1500 ESPN, mm-hmm. and they've been a wonderful partner. And uh, I guess this is my third game. I've been to three games now. And we used to do live broadcasts from the, from the brew hall on the off days right, and stuff. But, right. you know, I, I consider Twins games to be, I think Target Field is the best bar in the Twin Cities. It's an expensive bar. But, yeah, like, you know, yep. there's, there's a bunch of plays. You can just go in. You never really have to sit in your seat. You can go to, the, to Herbex. You can go to the, the Town Ball Tavern, all these different places. Minnesota United games. First of all, they're very quick, right? It's 45 running minutes in the mm-hmm. first half, then a halftime, then 45 running minutes. There's no piped-in music. There's no organ. There's no arena rock. It's just the fans chanting and cheering the whole game. You're in and out in like two hours. You sit in your seat, and you watch, and then you go up, get a beer at halftime, you go down. It's one of the most fun sporting environments, I would say, and I'd like to go to more Minnesota United games going forward. How about uh, Steve Cannon, man? You remember Steve Cannon, the legendary oh, yeah. announcer? Had the greatest comment on that sport I have ever heard. He's talking to Morgan Mundane on the on the air for, for young people. This is a guy who could do like four or five different voices, and a lot of people did not know he wasn't talking to someone else. He was talking to himself. Well, that's what this show is too, by the way. You know, just, Brittany and Rudy don't actually exist. It's just Tom. Yeah, that's voices. it. I just, yeah, uh, that's how I feel about my my self-esteem is pretty much that anyways. <laughs> Myself. So Cannon comes on one day and they're talking about getting a soccer team. This must have been who knows, 30 years ago, whatever it was. Huh. Uh, I think the kicks had just come along. So when would that have? That's uh, a long time late ago. Late 70s, early 80s, maybe? somewhere. Yeah, there. somewhere in there. So I'm listening to, to Cannon. He goes, hey, gang, I'm here with Morgan Mundane. Morgan? So what do you think of this soccer thing, Morgan? Well, Steve, oh, it's just fine. Everything's great. I like watching it. Because, uh, you know, Morg, I don't know if you know this or not, but you know why 20,000 kids in the state of Minnesota play soccer? I don't know, Steve. Oh, why? So they don't have to watch it. <laughs> really? I mean, That's funny. He's arguing with himself about soccer. <laughs> it, is, it is funny though because you watch a game. I mean, there was there was two goals scored in the, and I don't think they yeah you know, they didn't do like overtime or anything in the regular season. It just ends in a draw, right? Right. But they but fans will celebrate action. So if there's if there's a run and a crossing pass and a near goal, right? That will get a standing ovation for a good effort. It's, right. It's just it's a different culture. It's a, it's a very European. I've always said this is a very American way to look at soccer. I've always said if the games were like eight to six, you know, if they were, if we had some higher scoring games, I think more Americans and myself included would be more interested. But sometimes you do watch for three hours and nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. It's the whole thing is just what are you gonna do, right? We got to get Tom. I think we got to get Tom out for a ceremonial, uh, like first kick or something. Oh wow! That Center would be, field. I think that'd be super fun. <laughs> Plus, like their merch is pretty cute, so I wouldn't mind a hat. 
some sky blue, I think uh, I think Tom would look pretty good. I think he would. Yes, it would bring out those uh, those baby blues. Uh. Hey gang. Uh, that so another highlight from the Mackie uh, family weekend here. So we're always a couple seasons late on some of these popular shows. We just started watching Succession <gasps> for the first time. Over I'm the weekend. so jealous. How I wish I could that? have a head injury to rewatch it all. <laughs> so Tom, you haven't seen any of it yet. Uh, I saw the first episode. Okay, we're five episodes into season one. Any good? And we are hooked. We're hooked up. Oh, so it's really good. Oh, I love it. It's such a good drama, and you know it's a good drama because any comedic relief they give that's good, you laugh hard because you're so your your stomach's so tied up for all the other things. Yes, it's it's. I would say again through five episodes, and there's a bunch of people that just watched the season four finale last week. So it's yeah the season or no the series series, finale. Yeah, yeah. But it's one of those shows. How do I explain this? You ever you ever watch movies and TV shows where the whole time the main characters are just making mistakes and yeah. you're just like your gut is in knots because you know that they're just screwing up. Oh, and then and so and yeah, you're so right, Phil. And there's also like no like hero. There's no one where you go, that's a good person. I mean, they're yes. all have huge flaws and you can just see them and you're so right. It's almost like, don't do that. Please don't do that. You're going to do that. sometimes those anti-hero shows are the best shows. I mean, Mad Men was like that. Don Draper was just a terrible human being. We're kind of rooting for him the whole time. Absolutely. And I think it says a lot about your character, who you identify with. My husband and I, we're also behind. We have one left of succession. We are with this little child. We we don't kill it in the the keeping up with everything. But um, the other day he goes to me, uh, yeah, and he he goes, I think that – Roman's my favorite. And then there was an episode where I go, really? You think Roman's your favorite? I go, I think you could do a whole psychological set of what that means, who you identify with and who you want to win. Is that's another funny twist, though, on that. So Macaulay Culkin has been the most famous child actor and his... His actual brother and little brother in Home Alone, Fuller, who wets the bed, is yeah. now mm-hmm. like one of the main characters on this wildly popular show, Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so talented. Oh, yeah, he is. I agree with you. Yeah, he's and he he plays himself because he does red yeah. carpet stuff, and he did a couple interviews with Brad Blanks, and they get along quite well. It's real dry, and he is playing a thousand percent himself. <laughs> I love it. That is a good deal. No question. Hey, he's got like three or four brothers, doesn't he? I think, I think so. Kelly Culkin yeah. does. There's a few Culkins. You'll Kieran, see him sprinkled yeah. in, too, through like random sitcom episodes right, over the years. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we he, can't afford Macaulay, but uh, what about Bobby Culkin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Seamus, we could... Seamus Culkin, uh, we can get a no, discount. there you go. Yeah, I remember he was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That was the first time I saw him acting, and I was like, this guy. Yeah. He's got such snark, and he played... This this gay roommate and he was just so good and then I was just happy to see him in Succession when he gets casted he's perfect for the role. All right, your boy Phil has to go. He's got other duties. What are you gonna do? Yeah, old old Macadac has to uh, deliver the State of the Twins podcast this morning, which oh, I think we just did a little, little warm up. That was like my bullpen session with yeah. you there, just kind of bitching about the Twins. And we have we have no notes, Phil. You did great. Thanks. Okay, here's here's the lead in. Phil Mackey talking about the twins. They suck. Yeah. There, that was it. Fire, fire everyone's ass. <laughs> fire everybody. All right, Phil. We'll talk to you later in the week. All right, see you, friends. Thanks, pal. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north, of course. My picture dropped off the screen. I'm trying sense. to get it back on. It's on my screen, but it's not on your. I'll screen. get you set up. Okay, let me see what you're doing, because now that should just pop up, right? What are you clicking on? I'll explain it later. What is that, a hair dryer or a duck? A both. It's Pornhub. Oh, it's Pornhub. Yeah. That's what it is. You have a subscription, right? Subscription <laughs> He's to a premium oh, the member. Pornhub. Okay. Oh, there so we now. go. There's Tommy. But why didn't I? That's exactly what I did, and it wouldn't pop up for is me. Is it, though? What do you got, the magic is touch? Is it, though? <laughs> is it, though? Get rid of her picture. <laughs> is it? Get her picture off of Oh, there. I could be, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Macaulay Culkin, did you guys ever see Saved? Yes, he was so good in I Saved. Don't know if I, what is that? Saved is uh, Macaulay Culkin and then. Isn't it Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore, yeah. It is one of my favorite movies. It is so underrated. It's and good. 
There's a scene where Mandy Moore plays this sort of uh, sanctimonious, self-righteous. They all go to a Catholic school, and she plays this girl who's very religious. Very, very religious. Well, I'll, I, I'll pray for you, kind of woman. Yeah, just saying anything. Absolutely, yeah. And there's one scene where a woman goes, says something like, "You don't know anything about Christ's love." And as she walks away, Mandy Moore takes a Bible and hits her with it and goes, "I am." Filled with Christ's love. <laughs> oh, there you go. Chuck's survival. Yeah. Well, no, I am filled with Christ's love. It's so funny. I haven't seen that movie in forever. You just made me want to go watch Saved. Yeah, it's good. What's called Saved. Saved. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. yep. 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 Well, finding some movies, any movie you can find to be good, because like I said, we watched. I think it's called Hypnotic with Ben Affleck and I don't know a couple other people. Some people you'd recognize, no doubt. I thought it was a pretty decent... I didn't think it was a great movie, but I thought it was pretty decent, and I find out that nobody went to see it. It was a complete bomb Mm. in the theaters, and I don't know... uh, What is it now about this? So you'll go see any... All this garbage they put out there, three-hour, you know, space movies and all that. Really? That's it? Yeah. People love that stuff. That hypnotic one, Kristen had made it clear that it was known as a disaster. Yeah. But I didn't really hear why or what was so bad about it. I guess nobody went to see it in theaters. Okay. Cost me 20 bucks to watch it last night. He's, Ben Affleck, I, you sometimes go, he hasn't been in things in a while, but he just kind of picks and chooses his stuff now. Because he was in that yeah. one with Matt Damon back in the, uh, was set back uh, where they're accused Matt Damon's wearing a terrible wig in it, and he accuses his wife of sleeping with somebody. And uh, it's like a renaissance, set in renaissance days. Do you guys oh, not know what yeah. I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I thought it was so good. It, it does different timelines. Like, it does each person's uh, point of view, and it goes through it. It's like the king or something. or I'm spacing on the name. The wife or yeah. the fight or something. Uh, dang it, it's killing me. But that was so good. Ooh. Until you find it, I got to read this. Okay. Because I agree with Patrick Royce 100%. Patrick Royce's headline this morning in the Star Tribune, Patrick Royce says the twins should be done with Max Kepler. Oh, dang. I agree with him, though. Yeah. Max Kepler has done nothing for that team in a long time. What's the, what do you think that's all about, Rudy? What happened to him? He had one good year. You know, I, I don't follow the Twins all that much. All, oh, okay. I, all I know is that there are people that have hitched their wagon to that guy, and I know. it has been nothing but a disaster. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it just keeps getting. It just keeps going down the hill. The movie I was trying to think of is The Last Duel, and it also has Adam Driver. In Adam it. Driver. It's yeah. so good. I would highly recommend that. Yeah, that's you should watch The Last Duel. Have you seen that one? No. It's the whole concept is it's back in the day if. Um, some somebody accuses somebody of having sex with his wife or rapes her or whatever, and there's different points of view of which, if it was rape or consensual or whatever, but it was back in, God, I'm trying to even think what year they had it in, um, you know, back in the day where you could, f- f- you geared up your horse and went and fought somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, instead of deciding of a trial, they said, all right, let's have a duel instead, and they have a full-on blood match to see if this woman was a liar or not. And that's mm-hmm. how they decided it. I think you'd really like this movie. What's it called? The Last Duel. The Last Duel. Yeah. I can give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. I think it's on something. It's on something. We watched it for free. I don't think we rented it or anything. You know, I just was looking at kind of the highlights from all the newspapers and stuff, looking at Star Tribune right now. There are two pieces in the opinion page, Tax, Spend, Elect, Repeat. An updated version of uh, this formula from Harry Hopkins could work in Minnesota. Tax, spend, elect, repeat. That's what we do. And then another story in the opinion page, Minnesota climate turns chilly for free speech. I haven't read that yet. What are they, has anybody read that story? Mm-mm, no. How do you turn chilly on free speech? Free speech is kind of important, don't you think? Yeah, and it's hot outside, so it's not a natural chill. Yeah, see? <laughs> A sweeping elections bill likely puts Minnesotans at risk for harassment and intimidation for their beliefs. Why would you do that to anybody? Explain to me why. So a sweeping elections bill, that's what this is. It could put people uh, at risk for intimidation and harassment. Why do you want people being intimidated and harassed in your state? That makes no sense to me. Also, why are people so freaked out by people saying... Opposing opinions. Why does that throw you off so much? 
I, like, you don't have to believe the same things that I do. It's I believe what I believe, you believe what you believe. Good for you, good for me. Yeah, you and I disagree all the time, and by no means have I ever left here no. and gone, gone, because of what you believe in, I can't work with that guy. Well, there are people like that. Oh, they don't believe it. Well, that puke over whatever that joint is over there, I can't remember, but he... He, he was literally, because they, they were talking about bringing me over there to do some show or whatever, mm-hmm. right after, while well, I was at, still at KQ. I'm going to go, well, I don't know, he's, he's a little too conservative for me. I'm like, I'm too conservative for you? But even if you were, like, let's pretend. Yeah, where's the balance? Yeah, let's pretend you are, uh, you're this Republican, conservative Republican. What's the harm in having you I have agree. a show? We have so many different viewpoints that you should allow on. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've got, you know, I've, especially with my in-laws, a lot of them are, are Republicans and, and proud mm-hmm. of it and all these things and I we me and Justin are far too lazy to say or have an opinion in politics. <laughs> well, that's probably a good idea. But um, why is that so bad? Why is that so? I don't wh- get it. Why why are people so like we we can't even have this voice exist out in public? We can't but, even have this. Uh, we can't create space for everybody's opinion. Shouldn't they do a little research before they start criticizing people? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what's funny is like in this in this scenario, we're pretending that some of the things they're saying is true, that you're this right wing guy, right? If we just pretend, mm-hmm. why would that be so bad that you had a show and you have the ability to talk? Now, I, I agree that I you, agree. You, you don't, don't identify with that at all. No. And, you know, but I just think it's sometimes you got to stop and go. Why would that even matter if that's true? Well, and the other thing is, could you do a little research? Because you would find out I'm none of the things you think I am. No, the people are not going to do research. That's, Why not? There, no, there's no way. So they'd ruin your career rather than do a little work themselves, a lazy bastard. But why would that ruin your career? My the, voiceover career was destroyed by the pricks in this no, state. No, I'm saying if people destroyed were saying... It. I'm saying if people were saying you're a Republican... That's what they were saying. But why would that ruin your career, Because a you're a racist, you're a homophobe, well, you're a this and a let's that, differentiate you're not. right now, because it gets... You a, can't. But, like, that's a, that's what pisses me off. I'm, I'm by no... I have... No skin in the game. I mm-hmm. can't pretend to even know enough to say what where I fall. But when you call when you when you don't differentiate um, a Republican and a racist, yeah, those are yep. two extremely different things. You're right. And so it's like when you group those together, you're really harming because the actual racists, the actual sexists, the actual monsters mm-hmm. out there get to just kind of blend in. So it's like. Why, it's like putting those together is like when people put together, you know, um, here's a really terrible example, but they're like, oh, gay people and, you know, they're, they're this and right, that. It's like, right. it's all the same. You're grouping things all the same and it's so close-minded and we get nowhere. But why do they do that? I don't understand that. I don't either. It's like... Makes no sense to me. It's like they learned how to communicate by taking a debate class of do anything to win. It doesn't matter what, what we communicate. It's I have to win this debate no matter what, even if I have to bring in fake facts along with it. And you know what the number one reason is? I did some research. The number one reason that they did that is because I got to be very successful and I never went to college. They hate that. The fact that I didn't do it their way, therefore I'm the enemy. And you have, you know, if you have a different perspective and you view that, hey, for my perspective, this is my point of view, going to college did not help you out at all. So that's no. your perspective. Exactly. And why would I wouldn't? Why that's so an interesting cares, perspective. Right? Like, why why would that matter? I agree. Hey, look, eighteen years old, LeBron James. What did he sign for? Like eighty million when he was eighteen years old. Mm, I don't know if it was that much, but it was a hefty contract a when he was that age. Yeah. So do you hate him too because he didn't have to go to college? He never. I don't think he ever even finished high school. And that's what's much, interesting much too. Much like Tommy. Just like everything. Whatever works for you. Exactly. You wanna, Be happy for the guy. Right? I mean, I'm glad there's degree there's uh, professions out there that you have to go to school for eight years. And I'm glad yeah, and I'm glad absolutely. there's professions out there where you go, Yeah, we can get this done in a year or two years, or you don't have to go to school. You're gonna put your get on your grind and start a company. Like ever why why would that bug me? Why would I, that bug anybody? Uh, because we're being taught big four votes, by the way. Everything that's wrong with this country is because it's for voting for people to vote for you. You will do anything to get people to vote for you so you're successful. It's destroying this country, and they got to stop. Yeah, I 
I feel like sometimes I'm in a bubble because I don't feel Good. like I Good. experience that. And when it comes up, it's so abrupt when somebody's like, well, I don't like that person because they're, and I go, are they though? I know. Are are they those things you're saying? I, no idea. Like I said, I like to use for the two examples that I have, Chad Hartman and Mike Lindell. They could not be further apart politically but they're both friends of mine. You're not going to lunch with them both, though. We'll say that. <laughs> At the same time, probably not. <laughs> That's probably true. But I know a lot of people on the on the fringes of, of everything. Yeah. And, you know, I don't believe a lot of things that either one of them believe. Yeah. But I don't say, oh, you're horrible, because you don't believe what I believe. And that's their point of view. <coughs> that's their experience. That's the world they are etching out in this, you know, they, <coughs> they're they finding Excuse that me. that's the world they want, and that's the world they want to create, or the opinions they want to have, and that's fine. But why does everybody else have to be the bad guy? It's, that's the part I don't get. I'm with you. I don't understand Why do all. you need bad guys? If you're so damn right on about what you believe, why do you need bad guys? It makes no sense to me. I'm telling you, pre-pandemic, before I loved not knowing most people's political yeah. no, I agree with that. opinions. And for some reason, 2020 came and we're like, we better post everything we believe or don't believe on Facebook because for some reason, if it's not known that I am for this or anti this or whatever, I'll just die inside. I need everyone to know exactly where I fall on every... Do, plastic utensils, good, bad. How do you feel about <laughs> yeah, it? Headphones, go. are they going to kill us all? Should right. I, you know, should we all not wear it and all the things? It's like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. We got a new microphone, baby. Yeah. Let's see if this one works. I think we've got to do this on the air is what uh, actually, I think. Actually, Adam is just going to beat the shit out of me with that thing. That's that's why he brought it in. He's going to hit you right in the noggin. He's going to hit me with it, yeah. All right, we can try it. If you guys want to do it, you want we'll to take a break. go to break? And sure. We'll come back and change out the mic, baby. Okay. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy sent. Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit LiviaLivea.com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And Brittany's the worst person I've ever met. Oh, wait a minute, we're on the oh, air again? sorry, the meeting's done. I just said that was a glimpse <laughs> into most meetings I go to. The meeting's done. Our, our show <clears throat> meetings we have is just usually, this is how our Brittany needs to improve. We're not doing any show meetings. Not happening. Wait a minute, some... he's got to test his mic out. What's that? Here are some areas of opportunity for you, sir. Yeah, there you go. How's the new mic sound, man? Do this. Check one. Oh! Right. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, never mind. All right. Oh, we just, you just didn't let us respond. We're going to go. Oh. This sounds, this, okay, let's this, do it again. Okay. Little... But no, this no. time when I, when I introduce you, go like this. 
<laughs> if I could, I would. <laughs> it's impossible. an impressive skill. It, okay, yeah. You know what, Adam said? I'm, I'm probably going to have to turn this up a little bit more. But, yeah. Okay, there Take we go. Take a little bass off it, too. A little bass off it? That's just actually my... <laughs> My bar- my, it's uh, my velvet pipes is what you're hearing pipes, right now. Yeah. Pipes. <laughs> Not effective for pipes, by the way, making them out of velvet. Yeah, okay. Works for me. Okay. There we go. That's a good sound to mic. Right there. Yeah, yeah there you go. Okay. Perfect. That okay. sounds great. There we go. Sweet. 10 out of 10. Adam, round of applause for Adam, everybody. Ooh, Adam. You can see him on live shows this week. <laughs> we Check just him out. He'll finger. be there. I was hoping you were giving her the finger when you walked by doing that. No, Adam is lovely. And Adam's lovely. He would never do that. He's lovely. When I go to over hang out with them, they're always, I'm always like, why aren't you giving me the finger? I'm used to it. What? what yeah, you finally realized I was attacking you. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. I had to scratch my eye there. Yeah. No, that mic sounds great. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Have a good drive. Be safe. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Be- Make good choices, sir. Take safe. Take safe. <laughs> Take care safe. God damn it. Something, something. That was a weird yeah. goodbye. I'm sorry. It's awkward. I don't know. I gotta go. I feel like I want to peel off my own skin. Okay, I want to run something by you guys because this just popped up on uh, the news feed. Yeah. China just drilled... The deepest hole ever. Is that a good idea? I feel like it. Doesn't make my. It doesn't make me feel good and no. happy. Isn't there like it. molten lava down there yeah. or something? I mean, what's down there? You're gonna release some sort of kraken. Is what's gonna kraken. happen? Mm. Knock it off, China. Release the kraken. Is it? Is China just in place to do everything that's anti-American? China's just like, we should probably try it. That's what their motto is. Let's try it. Yeah. There's enough people there that you can't really say what they're doing, right? Like, there's too many people. So, of course, there's going to be the guy who's like, we should see a big hole we can make. (laughs) 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 Have enough people in a country, you're going to do weird stuff. What's at the center of the... Do they even know what's at the center of the earth? I mean, I imagine, as as you said, it's got to be molten and it's just all lava and, yeah. Tootsie Pop, right? Yeah, because the compression alone would have to cause a lot of heat, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like we. Why are you messing with things? That makes me feel uneasy for some reason. Oh, digging that deep. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Like what I feel you're like saying. the world's gonna spin a little wonky now, and then we're gonna like run into something. <laughs> I yeah. don't like well, the might. feeling of it. I got a friend of mine who's from northern Minnesota, obviously on the Iron Range. He's a miner, and he said to me one time, when I say a miner, not age-wise, an actual iron ore miner. Yeah, yeah, I got that. And but I, he's a miner, miner. Yeah, he's a young miner. <laughs> and he said to me one time, he goes, "Isn't it weird that we just keep pulling stuff out of the earth, and then you know trees, and then we burn it, or like." Some of this stuff, it just ends up in the atmosphere and then it just goes out into space. Wouldn't you think the Earth would be getting lighter? Like, wouldn't we come off our axis or like our gravitational pull? And I was like, that is, you have far too much time in that steam shovel, my man. I do not want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. It gives me anxiety. Absolutely. Do you think we're going to develop a problem with balance because? That's how I feel. Eight billion people over on the eastern uh, side of things and over here on the western side, it's what, like... The 1.7 billion or something? Yeah. But I think we have more dolphins. Yeah. Oh, and that balances <laughs> the whole We're planet. actually fine, we yeah. Are, we are lousy with dolphins. You insane. You can't <laughs> drive a jet ski without hitting one yeah, of those. Can't throw a cat without hitting a dolphin. <laughs> I like that saying a lot. Uh-huh. Nothing wrong with that. You can't throw a cat without hitting a dolphin. <laughs> okay, you've got, how old is your daughter? She turns 15 tomorrow. Oh, okay, my. 15 tomorrow. Yeah. God. And Gogo is what? About three she's days. She's one. Three. She's what's right. Her, yeah, she's she had turned a one in May. That's right. She Kimmy's just had a, a Gemini as well. See. Oh my God! I'm putting her birthday in my calendar. Okay, so you want to raise a family, and preferably not in a city with a nuclear waste site. Wallet Hub examined data from 182 U.S. cities to make the choice a little easier. Crunching data in five categories: family, fun, health, safety, education, childcare, affordability, and socioeconomics. Okay, so uh, where is the best place in the United States to raise children, to raise a family? I mean, I'm, this is biased, but I feel like it's Minnesota. Yeah, Rochester. Rochester, Minnesota. It always is like not Minneapolis. It's like a you know step over, mm-hmm. and then everybody reading the list goes, I don't know, Midwest, when they're not living here. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the highest ranking city. Oh, you want to do the lowest ranking first, then the highest ranking? Yeah. 
Okay, here we go. Lowest ranking city. Cleveland's dead last. Poor Cleveland. Poor Cleveland. They always get kicked in the nuts, don't they? Cleveland and Detroit, man. You never they're well, never on the top of the good list. Here you go. Cleveland, Memphis, and then Detroit. Oh, sorry, Detroit. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, Birmingham's a very sad city. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. When you take get off the freeway and you get on that one road to go into town, every business is closed. Every one of them. Yeah, it's not great. Really sad. Newark, New Jersey, San Bernardino, California, Shreveport, Louisiana, Baltimore, Maryland, Hialeah, Florida, and Wilmington, Delaware. I pretty much can't argue with any of those. Mm -hmm. Those are not great cities, unfortunately. Yeah. Now, these are the top 10 cities. Yes. San Francisco, California, I would have to argue with that. I'm sorry. That place is a complete shithole. No, now. it's awful. It's, they it's gotta awful. be. They got to be like... A suburb-esque, because actual San Francisco, where you're raising kids, it's unless terrible. you have $70 million, who has a yard yeah. there? Yeah, what are you talking about? Okay, number nine is Gilbert, Arizona. I don't even know where Gilbert is. Is that is that kind of down there by... Maybe towards Phoenix? Phoenix or Tucson or something. I love Tucson, Arizona. That's a great, that's a great town. I don't know where Gilbert is. I bet you it's a suburb of, of one of them. That'd be my guess anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, south... East suburb of Phoenix. Oh, there you go. How about Scottsdale? That's also a suburb of it's Phoenix. It's also a right? suburb, yeah. Scottsdale is nice. Yeah. Scottsdale is very nice. It's it, like a fake city the way it's so clean. Yeah. Okay. This is leaning pretty heavy already because the first four, 10, 9, 8, and 7, are California, Arizona, Arizona, California. Yeah. Somebody's got an opinion. Yeah. Uh, San Diego's number six. So now it's five in a row. Oh, wait a minute. We'll go the other side of the earth on this one. South Burlington, Vermont is number five. All right. Vermont's okay. okay. Yep. I've never been to Vermont. i got to get out there. Plano, Texas. The only thing I know about Plano, Texas is a good friend of mine went uh, and lived there after he got out of prison. Oh. So that was good. Good mm -hmm. for him. Gets out of prison, moves to Plano, Texas. Plano. Good thing. Uh, Irvine, California is number three. Of California in here. What are the metrics? I want, after yeah, I don't know. We got, yeah, I guess we'll have to it's look at them later. Overland Park, Kansas. That's right by Kansas City, yes. I, I believe. Mm -hmm. But the number one is Fremont, California. I don't know if this guy was from California or not, but there are sure as hell are a lot of... California is a disaster right now. The first metric is how all available are oranges. Or something weird where it's like yeah, specific maybe. to California. <laughs> like... How often do you get to see celebrities walking around? Yeah. Polly Davis Doig is her name. Polly Davis Doig, D-O-I-G. I would not go through life with the last name Doig. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a rough, that's a rough one. Hey, Mr. Doig. and Mrs. Doig are here. <laughs> hey, Doig, what it be like? Freaky deaky? Mm -hmm. What do you think? It do, it do be like freaky deaky. It do be freaky deaky. It All sure right. do. That's going to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you tomorrow.